Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the 119th Psalm, and we're up to a new stanza. A stanza that begins with verse 89. And if this is the first time joining with us, uh, thank you so much for joining with us. And I would sort of encourage you to go back to the beginning of these uh, podcasts on the 119th Psalm because they are absolutely amazing to see what is being said here within the Word of God. Uh, these, this episode and the next one particularly, <laughs> you're going to see some things that are just uh, really, really interesting for us to reflect upon. But you can jump in right now. Uh, each one of these uh, stanzas, as I called them, is uh, eight verses long, though in the back of my mind, I keep thinking there's one or two, there's seven, we'll see as we go along. But basically, they're all eight verses long, and they begin with the next uh, consecutive Hebrew uh, letter in the alphabet, in the Hebrew alphabet. And so this one begins with the letter Lamad, I think is how you say it, I don't know. But uh, the whole point of this is that they are highly structured, okay, this this poem is highly highly structured uh, in the original language Hebrew and in our English translations because you see uh, the same things being reiterated over and over about the Word of God, the precepts of God, the ordinances of God, the testimonies of God, the commandments of God, um, the Word of God. Uh, Repeatedly, each verse states something about this, and you see the relationship between the psalmist and how he's seeking to live out the Word. So here, let's begin with verse 89, and let's just read this entire stanza today. Verse 89 says this, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. So there we see uh, that the word of the Lord is called your word. Verse 90, your faithfulness (coughs) continues throughout all generations. You established the earth and it stands. Now, this is one of a few verses that doesn't say word or ordinances or something like that, but it gives you an idea. It says your faithfulness, the idea being that the word of the Lord is the absolute faithfulness of the Lord. So your faithfulness continues through all generations. You establish the earth and it stands. We'll talk more about that later. They stand this day according to your ordinances, for all things are your servants. Verse 92, if your law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. 93, I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have revived me. 94, I am yours. Save me, for I have sought your precepts. 95, the wicked wait for me to destroy me. I shall diligently consider your testimonies. And then 96, the last verse of this stanza. I have seen a limit to all perfection. Your commandment is exceedingly broad. And we'll talk about that probably in the next episode or two. That's a really interesting verse right there. So you see that he's carrying on some things that we'd seen just in the previous stanza or two about how the wicked were waiting on him. He was undergoing a time of tribulation and persecution but that he chose to depend and to rest in the law and in the precepts of the Lord. In this stanza, he actually mentions, uh, uses the word precepts a couple of times, the principles of the Lord. So let's go back to verse 89. 
forever. He starts off with this word forever. You know what forever means in the Hebrew? Take a wild guess. How about forever? <laughs> it actually speaks of a, of a long duration, antiquity, uh, futurity. That's interesting. Futurity. Hmm. Forever is everlasting, perpetual. But it's interesting because whenever we think of forever, we're always thinking of forever from our time, from the moment when we are living forward because time moves along a line, right? And it's one of the intriguing things that, to, to remember and keep in mind that God is outside of time. He created time. He's not limited by time in any way. He's not limited by any of his creation. So we think of forever being from now to the future, but forever also goes back through antiquity, backwards. Okay, So it moves forward along the timeline. It moves backwards. So he's saying forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Okay? Your word is settled in the heavens. Well, everybody would go, well, of course, you know, in the heavens, well, which heaven? You know, we know there's at least three because of what Paul said, right? And so, you know, you have the heavens of the sky. You have the heaven of the sun, moon, stars. You have the heaven of the where the presence of the Most High God resides. But it says your word is settled in heaven. Well, why would it not be settled? Has there been debate over the Word of God? Hmm. Yeah, think that through a little bit. Yeah, there has been. Yeah. There has been rebellion within the heavenly realm, within the unseen realm. Some of God's divine beings rebelled against Him. God created human beings, He created divine beings. And you go, oh, yeah, I know about the angels. The angels rebelled against God. A third of the angels left, and they went with Lucifer. Well, yeah, uh, but there's more than that. Okay, there's more than that. There are other divine beings. And so there has been and continues to be a battle within the heavenly realm. Paul tells us about that. Remember what he said? Our battle is not against flesh and blood. We're against principalities and things within these heavenly realms, okay? So the psalmist is saying this, Lord, your word is settled. And this is a great place for us to always start with everything, that the word of the Lord is settled. Okay, Even when uh, the tempter came against uh, Eve, the first thing he did was to try to get her to question the word of the Lord. Remember that? He said, did God really say? To which she should have said what? Uh, yeah, now get out of here. Because <laughs> he really did say, okay? But what it means is uh, to uh, stand upon, okay? Uh, to appoint, okay? To take one stand, to be set over, to be established. So your word is established in heaven. It is set in heaven. It is right. Now, verse 90, your faithfulness continues through all generations. You establish the earth and it stands, that word faithfulness literally means uh, like your firmness, your steadfastness, your fidelity, okay? That that stands throughout all generations. And it really is a, a word that's used three or four times in the Psalms. It's a declaration of praise to God about his faithfulness. But his faithfulness, how long through all generations, past and present. And then he says this, you established the earth which means to establish and make it stable and make it firm. He created the earth, and it stands. 
the earth stands. It endures. Okay. Sometimes people get a little nervous when the scripture starts talking about uh, beginnings, <laughs> okay, how things came about, <laughs> because we want to think and believe one thing, and we think that science is in conflict with the Word of God, and nothing could be further from the truth. Not at all. And the psalmist throws little things in here all the time that give us insight to such things. So remember this. The Lord is the one that established the earth, and the earth stands. The Lord is the one that is faithful, okay? And he's been faithful in the past through all the generations and in the future through all the generations. And you know what? The word is settled. The word of the Lord is settled forever. Forever headed down the road in the future, forever through the past. The word of the Lord is settled. I think if we know that, if we believe that, if we rest in that, if we trust in that, and then if we learn the word of the Lord, what might he do with us? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.